0: Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. And you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right. It's a weekly look at world of science, technology, and effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Robin Cruz will join us to discuss making peace with your plate. So stay tuned for all of this, plus the Grokatron 5000, and our world-famous question a week, coming right up here on the Grok's Science Show. Welcome back to the Crossroads Science Show. Well, the estimated 70 million people who suffer from eating disorders and their loved ones, as well as adults who have overcome eating disorder behaviors may still have eating disorder thinking. Well, joining us today to discuss this issue is Ms. Robin Cruz. Ms. Cruz is a mental health advocate, well-known published author, public speaker, and coach, and is the Eating Recovery Center's national recovering advocate. She's also a well-known actress, having performed across the globe in film and TV, and has written the new book entitled Making Peace With Your Plate. And Ms. Cruz, thank you very much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show.
1: Thanks for having me. I really appreciate being on.
0: Well, it, it's certainly our pleasure and certainly, I think, a fascinating issue. I think the path for those who may have eating disorders goes beyond just the initial dealings with it, more the recovery and issue as well. I'm curious why you decided to write this book.
1: Yeah, I mean, I decided to write this book because I had struggled for so many years and I really um, thought that there was no way out of the eating disorder and um, once I had gained recovery and really found some insights about, uh, you know, especially around the food and the body image, like how do I rebuild my relationship to my body and the food that I put in it and um, how I could overcome it, I really felt the need to share that with people because I think that there's this myth that eating disorders are all about weight and body. And, um, you know, of course, our culture does not help us. But um, the magic that comes when we believe um, when we begin to trust our body.
0: In the recovery realm, these types of issues have been talked about. The free eating disorders has not been as discussed
1: you know, um, there has been some really great books. Out, one being Evelyn Triboli's Intuitive Eating. Uh, the The approach for me has come from, um, you know, having had to create this approach for myself and what worked for me. Um, and That was, you know, it's great to be a mindful eater, which really means learning to eat when we're hungry, stop when we're full, taking our cues from our body, um, which is so intelligent, by the way, that we can, you know, create human beings so we can absolutely listen to it uh, with our hunger cues. The problem is, in our culture, we've really been taught to ignore our body signals, right? So it's very difficult to go from ignoring your body signals to um, then kind of trying to take cues. So um, along with a bunch of help from uh, many, many registered dietitians throughout the country, Esper and I created this model for those uh, readers, which included creating a structured approach so our mind and our bodies. Um, We're getting the nutrition that it needed so that we could think clearly and our body wouldn't go into deprivation because we know, you know, when our body's in deprivation, it has to kind of uh, go the other way, swing the other way and start binging. So how do we create a safety net to explore our body's signals? And then how do we create optimum health from a place of um, having a relationship with our body and the food we put in it?
0: A lot of this coming more aware, as you said, with your body, and sometimes it's a little bit difficult.
1: Yeah, so I think the, there's three tiers outlined within Making Peace With Your Plate, the book, and the three tiers is the structured approach, the mindful approach, and the optimum health approach. Um, really, I think the most important thing is the structured approach because no matter what, we can keep coming back to that You know, in the structured approach, it's about eating three meals a day and a few snacks in between. But the meals are really consistent of, uh, you know, protein, grains, fruit and vegetables, and fats, um, and making sure that we eat them every day. But I think the biggest thing is the psychology around it, you know. having the willingness to throw away what we think we know about food or what we've been told about food, uh, the good and bad foods. Uh, these are foods that are healthy. These are foods that are junk foods, throwing away all, all that we think we know about food in order to create a new relationship with it I think that is um, really the goal and it sounds very scary to many people right whether we have an eating disorder or not we can be very scared by that because what's going to happen to our body if we if we kind of throw away what we think we need to know well actually our body's so intelligent that it will tell us what to eat and how to eat if we begin to build a relationship with it.
0: Having, as you put in the book, a good support team, those who you can confide in, who are working through it together, that's that's also very critical to this whole process.
1: Yeah. When we're trying to overcome an eating disorder, you know, when we're talking about the body conversation, that's great for anybody who's trying to create a healthy relationship with their body and and dieting. But when we're talking about an eating disorder, let's be clear that it's a mental health issue. It is a mental illness that affects that has a highest mortality rate out of any mental illness. And that requires um, a treatment team um, and definitely a support team. So it goes beyond body and food.
0: We should also mention that the book is co-written with a uh, licensed clinical social worker, Esper Andres. In the collaboration, yes. talk about many of those issues for dealing with mental aspects of disorders.
1: Yes, because the biggest obstacle that those of us who've had mental illness, um, the eating disorder, Um, rather are going to face other thoughts that we have that tell us that it's not possible for us to do that that there's going to be some horrible negative consequence for not following the eating disorder behavior or you know following that out doing that and so in the book Esther beautifully uh kind of shares what the eating disorder thought may be at any given um, solution and compensates for it, gives us ways to compensate for that, so um, counteract that negative thought.
0: Sometimes the hardest step is just sort of the first one. Do you have advice for overcoming that biggest hurdle, which is oftentimes the first step?
1: Yeah. You know, in the book, I talk about speaking out, speaking loud, speaking strong. And I'm not talking about having to like go onto your social media page and say, hey, everyone, I have an eating disorder. I think the main step really is, is how do we become honest with ourselves? How do we say, hey, I I have... Um, I think I may have an illness. I think that this eating disorder, you know, these thoughts around food and body go far beyond the natural kind of the kind of cultural myth of dieting and into something that takes up my time and and creates negative consequences for me Um, and having that dialogue with myself and then going out to a doctor, speaking to our doctor, or going to the National Eating Disorder Association website and looking at resources within your um, location. That can be the first step.
0: As you're putting this thing together, I mean, was there anything that you thought about, you came across that, I wish I'd known this back then, or I really have to share this?
1: listen, there are so many amazing resources out there these days for eating disorders and mental health in general. I wish I had that when I was first getting recovery, you know, when I was a kid. Um, I, I do think this approach of the body conversation is life-changing, um, whether you have an eating disorder or not. I really believe in it. Um, you know, the diet culture is a multi 1000000000 Dollar industry, and uh, it you know it breathes on telling us that there's something wrong, but we really, as I say to my children, I really firmly believe this that if. There's going to be so many people and so many diets and so many ways of, you know, living that um, we are going to be told that we should be doing. But if we have a relationship with our body and if we listen and honor it, we don't have to listen to anybody because our body will do the work for us.
0: I'm curious if have some final words for everybody about the book, about the advice behind it, some take-home messages.
1: Yeah, I just want um, people to know that if you're struggling with an eating disorder, male or f- a female, because men do struggle with eating disorder, a third of those, um, you know, within the 30 million people in the United States, 10 million of those are men who are struggling with eating disorders at this point in time. If you are struggling, please ask for help because recovery is so, so possible. And um, please don't let your shame get between you and your recovery.
0: We were just talking with Ms. Robin Cruz, who together with Esper Andrus has written the new book, Making Peace With Your Plate, Eating Disorder Recovery. Ms. Cruz, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show.
1: Thank you so much for having me and stay well and safe. Yeah.